of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Well, good morning, America. Hello, everybody across the Fruited Plain and beyond. As always, we're delighted to have you home here at the Wendy Bell Radio Program. This is where common sense conservatism lives, thrives, and is shared. And we're delighted for those of you who are paying attention on our app, joining in the live stream where you can watch the entirety of the program, three hours a day, 15 hours a week. Wendy Bell Radio Network. We've got so much to talk about today. And I believe that we're beginning to chip into a few stories that have been basically blackballed, been blackballed by the media, whether they've been bribed for silence, whether it's just not it's just not consistent with the narrative of carrying the Biden family and the the Democrat Party's water. We're seeing some breaks in that exterior and water is coming through. And these are very interesting things we need to discuss today. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yes. A new loan that has been uncovered in House oversight, uncovering these details as we've been enraptured by the fight for the speaker's gavel. The business of the House and in oversight in general has continued. And we need to talk about some very significant developments, my friend. I 100% believe this. They are scared to death. They are absolutely scared to death. And we're going to tell you why and how you fit in all of it. But first up, the most important part of the of the entire show. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. You know, I remember when my husband Joe and I got married 25 years ago. My parents, who really weren't big on advice at least not my mom, and pulled me aside before our wedding day. And she had said to me, I want you to be prepared. And I said, sure, mom, what for? And she said, I just want you to know the first five years of your marriage are going to be difficult. And I said, why would you say such a thing? And she said, I just want you to be realistic about how complicated it is to all of a sudden start living with someone we had never lived under the same roof before until we'd gotten married. You're going to live with somebody you've never lived with. You're ostensibly going to start merging your finances together. You're going to want to start building your home and you're both going to be broke. 
I was a reporter. I wasn't making a lot of money. I was making a lot more than my physician husband, who I think was making like $13 an hour as an MD. And she said, and then you're going to have kids and that's going to make things complicated. I just want you to know that you hang on together and you hold your hands together and you walk through that knowing that it gets better. And she was right. She's right. So many families, so many couples just chuck it before that special moment where you're like, oh my gosh, it's all making sense now, right? I'm waiting for that moment in our country right now because we've limped two and a half into three years now with this Biden administration. And I believe every step that we've gone through has been necessary. Do I believe that we should all be punished because of the malfeasance and the corruption and the basic scumbaggery of politics and just the cancer that is the beltway? I don't. But if we didn't go through this, I really believe we wouldn't walk through together holding hands to the other side where it all makes sense. I firmly believe that we are closer to the end of that tunnel now as a young couple who's only been married three or four years finally starts to get into that rhythm and walks through to where things make sense. I believe we are right at that cusp and it is a very important moment. There was big news over the weekend and your mainstream media didn't cover it because it's contrary, of course, to what their narrative is. And their narrative has always been Donald Trump is bad and that he is a threat. People who support him, who love this country, who believe in God, who believe in the sanctity of life, who are conservatives, who believe in small government and sinking or swimming on our own, that somehow we are a threat, that we are bad news. All of that, of course is being blown to bits as we're seeing more and more stories of how deep and dark the Biden family criminality has been and for how long. But it's this headline that got me over the weekend and it's from Miranda Devine. She is the laptop from hell author. She's the one who broke for the New York Post, the entire Hunter Biden laptop debacle. And she has been dogged on this entire cover-up of Biden family criminality and the use of the DOJ as the interference squad blowing the smoke so that we can't see what's going on with these people in D.C. Well, she posted something over the weekend, which I find worthy of reading in my monologue, which you know is how I feel about connecting with you. Anatomy of a Biden family cover-up executed by our own FBI and DOJ. These developments are critical as Donald Trump faces four highly politicized, highly weaponized, government-weaponized trials in the next year or two. And I need to read you just the first few paragraphs so you know where my mind is as we open up the show today. Here's how it goes. Closed door testimony by former Pittsburgh U.S. Attorney Scott Brady to the Judiciary Committee last week is a chilling case study of how credible corruption allegations against Joe Biden and his family were covered up by the FBI and the DOJ before and after that 2020 election. Brady's testimony fits a pattern revealed by Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley last week 
which we told you about, in which more than 40 confidential human sources gave information to the FBI over several years about potential criminal activity involving Joe Biden, his brother Jim, and Joe's son Hunter. In a blistering letter to A.G. Merrick Garland Wednesday, which we read to you, Grassley alleged ongoing efforts among certain Justice Department and FBI officials to improperly delay and stop full and complete investigative activity into the Biden family. Ladies and gentlemen, not only did these confidential human sources who were deeply embedded in family Biden crime family shenanigans for years know about this, not only did the FBI know all about it, it allowed it to continue. So I have to ask you, my friends, who's being blackmailed now? Is Joe Biden... Is his family being blackmailed? Is he blackmailing the FBI? What is going on? But you need to hear this. On January 3rd of 2020, this U.S. attorney, Scott Brady from Pittsburgh, where I am, he he was tasked by then AG Bill Barr to vet allegations about Biden corruption that had been pouring into the FBI and the U.S. attorney's offices around the country, including from then President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani. Since it was an election year, Barr thought it was prudent to treat such information skeptically. So Brady's job was to weed out the credible from the garbage before it it reached the existing Hunter Biden investigation being run by the Delaware U.S. attorney since 2018. But Brady's team kept hitting obstruction from the FBI and from prosecutors in Delaware. For instance, how about this? Brady testified that the FBI required 17, 17 higher ups to sign off on his requests, mostly at the headquarters level where the always there was always a choke point. That caused delays. The FBI didn't even open the assessment until March of 2020, three months after Brady got it. And the process had to be renewed every 30 days via this unprecedented 17 person sign off. This is exactly the strategy that is being used to do all of this. This is the strategy the Biden family has used. Right. We know they've had 178 suspicious activity reports, 20 different shell corporations, nine different family members. What? Hundreds, if not thousands of different individual payments of various sizes to throw off the scent. Right. But also to make it so overwhelmingly insurmountably monstrous to dig through. The people charged with so doing would get tired, fed up, stonewalled, slow walked, blocked, choked by it and would just move on. Ladies and gentlemen, America is not moving on because now there are reports that Hunter got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from his Chinese business partner, Jonathan Lee. 250000 in addition to Joe Biden's 200000 that he got from Jim in 2018. Do you honestly believe that anybody with a functioning cerebral cortex doesn't think Joe Biden's dirty? This is that slow walk, itty-bitty, step-by-step, drip-by-drip crack in the, in the surface. And now the water is starting to come out. 
and it is glorious. We've walked through that difficult zone together, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to come out the other side and to hold these clowns accountable. How to do that, coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, it's one thing when you're newly married, as my mom was trying to tell me. Remember, hon, the bliss of being newly married, of being in the spotlight, of being the center of attention and having everybody be so happy for you. It goes away the minute you come back from your honeymoon and get down to the grind of becoming a family. Well, we are a family in this country. No matter how we look at each other, how we look in general, how we vote or otherwise, We've always supposed to, we've always been this beautiful tapestry called these United States. But we have an invader. We have a cancer. We have something that needs to be eradicated. And it is rampant, excused, and covered up criminality. And I believe that Joe Biden and his family, to be selling access to the office of Anybody who has power is a despicable thing to go on and to lie about it for years and years and years and to continue to profit from these shady deals is repugnant to me. It is also treasonous. And I believe Joe Biden at one way, in one way or another, will be found guilty and will pay the ultimate price. Byron Donald's over the weekend. This is great. He's on House Judiciary. These guys who come forward, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they come forward and they say, we have seen ridiculous evidence. It is irrefutable. It is so damning because bank records don't lie. Bank records show you all of the dots and it does not take a rocket scientist to draw the connection between them and pull them together into a reasonable fashion. Byron Donald said this over the weekend. There is absolutely no doubt, he said, in our minds as we've been investigating that the Department of Justice and its FBI have been covering for Joe Biden. My question to you is, what is the best way to go about eradicating this they're doing the impeachment inquiry we heard from mike johnson over the weekend the new speaker that if this leads to impeachment hearings he's 100 percent down with that isn't that exciting let's listen to byron donald's on house judiciary what he says he has seen and what he knows unequivocally about the two-tiered system of justice go Honestly, the most damning evidence is now we're starting to see the transactions that went to Joe Biden, money actually going into his hands. One of the things that I believe we're going to uncover is that there were payments made on behalf of Joe Biden where they they didn't give the money to him, but the money was spent on his behalf. That stuff is damning in and of itself. And I think there's also another piece to this, Maria. You have the cover up that is going on in the FBI and at the Department of Justice. Uh, We are now getting information that federal prosecutors were being stonewalled by the FBI, something that, according to Scott Brady, 
quote unquote, never happened at any other point in his career. But because of this investigation, he had to get clearances to continue the investigative process. Uh, That's insane to me because it means that you have elements of our Department of Justice and our FBI that were covering up for the president of the United States. This slow drip, though, maddening for those of us who've been paying attention has been utterly necessary. Every single element has to be laid out like a jigsaw puzzle. Every single one. And that is what makes me angry about being conservative. This is what makes me angry about being a Republican who believes in the process. Not wild allegations like Donald Trump was a Russian asset. Not wild claims, right? That he was a, a, he was working with the Russians to thwart that you know the, the election or he was trying to to win unlawfully and was working with russia to to so do i i think it's disgusting that they've even said that on the left we on the right however and it makes me angry can we win unless we get dirty can we win unless we cut the same corners that they cut can you win in a system that is obviously so wholly stacked against you And should it be fair in these United States for a court case to swing and sway entirely upon the the legal or rather the political bias of a judge? Because if that's the case, then everything that we believe in in this country has been molested. And if you look at the January 6th defendants, There are hundreds of examples of that being the case. Scott Brady, I need you to go through 17 different tiers of approval to get very basic access. FBI whistleblowers, we had proof and we were stonewalled. And Scott Brady, the U.S. attorney in Pittsburgh, said he had no idea, even though he was tasked with working with the FBI, to dig into allegations of Biden crime family criminality. He didn't know until Miranda Devine blew the lid on the laptop from hell that the FBI even had it. So how do you proceed? Blow up the entire institution? Fire everybody within the Department of Justice and start from scratch? It almost seems like that is your only avenue That's the only approach. So when we come back, I want to talk to you about this latest payment. A new loan, $250,000 that Hunter Biden received right before the 2020 election. Wait until you hear who stepped in to cover his debt. Because it's going to be a, a name that you're going to recognize. It's the man who's purchased all of Hunter Biden's artwork. The man who paid his tax bill. Isn't it all so darn cozy? We're going to open it up for you. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So my mom's marital advice, know it's going to get tricky. Be patient with it. Try to be kind to one another and know that it's a phase. Now, can I apply that to what we're going through in chipping away at the Biden family and about just corruption in general? It's a tough it's a tough sell. If you would have told me on November 3rd of 2020 
which was truly one of the most disgusting, sickening, dark days leading into the next day from Thursday to Friday when so many of us went to bed and Donald Trump was ahead in our state. And then we awakened the next day and it was either this amazing reversal or it was too close to call. And and we were like, wait a minute, what? And we watched in, in real time the American electoral process be completely corrupted. And then we listen to people who've served in various departments, from governors to secretaries of state, election officials, et cetera, et cetera, maintain to us that we were crazy, that we were wrong, that we were conspiracy theorists, that we were dangers to democracy, all of these things. And now, three years later, where are we? You have a majority of Americans who believe that the election was fiddled with. You have a majority of Americans who don't believe in the results the next day. That's indefensible. It's indefensible. It should not take three years for us to dig into this. And bit by bit by bit, we have to be patient. I'm tired of being patient. I'm tired of waiting for people to wake up. I'm tired of it. In this slow walk, we have some proof. It's big proof. Why haven't Republicans been more forceful? I don't know. And the the woman in me who wants action, the woman in me who three years ago started talking about this and was fired three times for so doing, talking about truth. Truth that is inconvenient to those who are either corrupt or blind. I'm tired of the slow walk. This story now, justthenews.com. Hunter Biden got a $250,000 loan from a Chinese executive during the 2020 election. And later on, his lawyer assumed that debt. Wait a minute. I thought Joe Joe Biden told us around that same time. What are you talking about? My son has never gotten taken a penny from what, what's that you call China? In fact, I do believe a flashback is in order from 2020. Let's go. The guy who got in trouble in Ukraine was this guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative about me, which they would not do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. Now, Donald Trump's face through it all. Look, he might not be the smoothest talker. He might be rough around the edges. He might be blunt. He might be brutally honest, and that can ruffle feathers. And you know what? That's what America needs, which is why 74 million of us came out last time and voted for him. A huge uptick from the 63 back in 2016. But his face says it all. He knows. He knows everything. He has all the receipts. 
He understands exactly what's going on. He knows what has to happen. And what has to happen is that we need to, in a painstaking, ridiculously slow way, drip this out so more and more people who refuse to see awaken. So this headline, $250,000 loan. One of Hunter Biden's lawyers, Kevin Morris, assumed the obligations for a quarter of a million dollar quote unquote loan when he inquired when he acquired the younger Biden stake in Bow High Harvest RST. What does that mean? Well, here we go. Hunter Biden received a $250,000 loan from a Chinese businessman just three months after his father launched his 2020 presidential campaign. And he later transferred the debt to a Hollywood lawyer Hunter befriended, according to evidence gathered by federal and congressional investigators. The House oversight. So last time we were talking about the judiciary, they were the ones talking to U.S. Attorney Scott Brady, right, about 17 different people who had to sign off on every single level of his investigating Biden family reported crimes now it's House oversight. They first declared a few weeks ago that Hunter Biden had gotten this wire in July of 2019 and used his father's address in Delaware for the transfer. It was one of the later known foreign payments that Hunter Biden received before he fell on hard times. <laughs> How do you blow through a quarter of a million dollars? I'll never know. But it's certainly easy to do when you've got people running cover for you. Documents gathered by federal law enforcement and reviewed by the media, justthenews.com, showed Hunter Biden considered the wire to be a July 25th, 2019 loan from Jonathan Lee. You know, that Chinese businessman with whom Hunter had been doing business for over a decade when they created an investment fund under the name Bohai Harvest RST. After Joe became president, the records show, Hunter Biden transferred his debt to Kevin Morris, a Hollywood lawyer whom he befriended after they met at a November 2019 Joe Biden campaign fundraiser in Los Angeles. These are really convenient friends to have, don't you think? First of all, a guy who's a multimillionaire, then a guy who's a multimillionaire lawyer. That is so, so convenient. The debt, and that's in quotes because it really wasn't. It was a bribe. The debt was assumed by lawyer Kevin Morris on November 17th, 2021, when the lawyer acquired Hunter Biden's stake in the BHR partnership and a separate company called Skaneedles LLC. This is according to a record reviewed by Just the News. Hunter Biden, they could then say, is no longer the primary obliger as a result of the transaction with Morris. So what we're going to do is we're going to just pretend that this Morris guy is going to assume all of Hunter Biden's debts, quote unquote. And then therefore, Hunter is absolved. There's no more fingers looking at him. But yeah, unfortunately... There's more. Morris's assumption of the debt obligation is only part of millions 
of dollars in assistance. The lawyer, a Democrat donor, huge donor to Joe, of course, has given Hunter Biden since the two met. I want to know more about Kevin Morris, don't you? He's certainly not a typical name that we've heard in the mainstream news. Where's CNN? Where's the New York Times? Where is MSNBC? Where's the view? He'd be a great guest. Don't hold your breath. This relationship with Morris and Hunter is now under investigation by Congress. Most of Morris's assistance is in the form of quote unquote loans, according to a source close to Hunter Biden. Morris has also been a member of Hunter Biden's legal team from time to time. Isn't this cozy and convenient? Quote, it sure seems that the Bidens get a lot of loans that raise many questions. House Oversight and Accountability Committee Chairman James Comer says Hunter Biden's defense team was quick to say that the $250,000 wire he received from a Chinese national that listed Joe Biden's home as the beneficiary address was a loan. However, Hunter's defense team fails to mention that Kevin Morris, a member of that defense team, quietly assumed that loan for Hunter Biden, Comer added. Why is Kevin Morris, who's a lawyer and Democrat donor, taking on Hunter Biden's China debt? Raises some serious ethical questions that the White House must answer. Of course, Morris and Hunter Biden's lawyer, Abby Lowell, did not respond to requests for comment. Nor will they. They will deploy the same tactic that U.S. Attorney Scott Brady ran into. There will be levels upon levels of doors to open in order to get anybody to pay attention. They will stonewall. They will slow walk. They will point fingers elsewhere. Somehow, Donald Trump will be, in, you know, will be implicated in all of this because this is standard operating procedure. Now, as for Jonathan Lee, you know that name. He's that Chinese businessman who controlled a firm called Bohai Capital and partnered with Hunter and Devin Archer back in 2012 to form Bohai Harvest. And Bohai Harvest was controlled and primarily funded by Chinese state-owned entities, including, and you can't make it up, the Bank of China, according to a Senate report released in 2020. Hunter served as the on the board of directors, apparently had a 10% stake in the company from 2017 onward, reportedly receiving no other compensation for his work. The Senate report also said that Hunter Biden and Devin Archer engaged in numerous, numerous financial transactions with Chinese nationals who had deep, connection, deep connections to the CCP. <laughs> I want you to think for a moment how ridiculous this is. Donald Trump is facing four criminal indictments. He faces 91 different criminal charges. For what? For having the gall to run for president and to win. And then doubling down and calling into question the results of the 2020 election. And for that, a deranged Democrat uniparty swamp creature entity is trying to destroy Donald Trump.
Joe Biden and his son and his brother are working with the communist Chinese. (laughs) What? And they're having the FBI and the DOJ run interference to cover them. This isn't America anymore. It's time to wake up our friends, ladies and gentlemen. Quick time out when we come back. Speaker Mike Johnson. Oh, he's serious about pursuing these allegations. And this is why they're scared to death. That's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Donald Trump gets fined $10,000 for not taking down a tweet. Joe Biden can take tens of millions of dollars, right? Hunter Biden can pay for his father. We know in an email from 2018, Hunter Biden said he had been paying Joe's bills for 11 years. Nothing to see here. Well, in a very interesting exchange on Fox over the weekend, new House Speaker Mike Johnson said something that I believe has triggered the knives on the left. They're going to call him MAGA Mike. They're going to call him extreme. They're going to try to use his religion and his love of God as some kind of a demonic negative, which is laughable because they know that with him as speaker, these sorts of investigations will move forward quickly, as he says. Listen. I worked on the committees of jurisdiction. The judiciary is one of those. I, I think our chairmen have done an exceptional job. You've spoken to all of them, Jamie Comer and Jim Jordan and Jason Smith, uh, on oversight and judiciary and ways and means. They're, they've continued those investigations even while we were going through the tumult of the uh, speaker's race. They were still working methodically through that. I, I'm encouraging that. I think we have a constitutional responsibility to follow this truth where it leads. We're the rule of law team. We don't use this for uh, political partisan games like the Democrats have done and did against uh, Donald Trump twice. We are going to follow the law and follow the Constitution. And I think we, you and I have a suspicion of where that may lead. But we're going to let the evidence speak for itself. And I, I look forward to uh, rolling that out over the coming days and weeks and letting the American people see exactly why we're taking the next steps and where it's headed. Are you expecting to subpoena Hunter Biden? Um, I'm, I'm looking at that. I, you know, I think that... Uh, Desperate times call for desperate measures, and that perhaps is, is overdue. We've not made a full decision yet. I'm, I'm uh, counseling with the uh, attorneys involved on all of this to see what the contours of. I'm, I'm an attorney myself, so I speak the language. Um, we're trying to move forward on some of this very aggressively. I think the American people are owed these answers, and I think uh, our suspicions about all this, um, the evidence that we've gathered so far, as you, as you, as you know, uh, is, is affirming what many of us feared may be the worst. And, you know, as Jamie Comer likes to say, bank records don't lie. We already have a lot of this evidence. The dots are being connected, and we'll see where it leads. The only way for them to make their case is to circumvent the media and to put it directly out there on their social media accounts to the American people. Isn't that a shame? That this is where we are now. There are only a handful, and I bet you you can count on two hands, the number of television and print and online outlets that are trustworthy, that will report the facts. That is what they're going to have to do. House Oversight, Judiciary, and Ways and Means all have active social media accounts because that is the way they're going to communicate with the American people about what they're finding. And people like 
us here on this program. We pick up their stories and share it with you. Now, how about this headline? One of the things, as a former television news anchor and reporter, I take this seriously. Sources and protecting sources. And what have I said repeatedly? One of the last, if not the last, mainstream media journalist with any credibility is Katherine Harridge from CBS News. Former Fox News reporter, that's her, refuses to reveal sources. Now, I don't understand why that's what the Epic Times is giving it as a headline, because she's currently a CBS News reporter. But she faces, Katherine Harridge, faces a contempt charge, which could hold a prison sentence. Here is this story. They're coming after people who cannot be bought, who cannot be paid for, who will not carry the water of the Uniparty, who will not lie ad nauseum as everybody else will and create an alternative narrative of suck, which we all know better than. Here's your story. A reporter who was with Fox News, that's why, when she reported on information provided by a confidential source, is facing a contempt charge because she's refusing to reveal the source's identity despite a court order that she do so. If a reporter and a source don't have that understanding that there is protection, then anybody could go after anybody else who tells the truth, which is exactly what Catherine Harridge is preventing here. Harridge, who's now a reporter for CBS News, was ordered in August to disclose the identity and motive of the source who provided information about an FBI investigation into a Chinese-American scientist. But Ms. Harridge, during a deposition after the order was handed down, refused to answer questions regarding the identity of her confidential source and other aspects of her reporting process and editorial decision-making. Lawyers for Yang Peng Chen, the scientist, said in a recent filing, they asked the court to hold Ms. Harridge in contempt, a criminal charge that can bring jail time. And U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper, who issued the order, said on October 27th that Ms. Harridge would likely be held in contempt unless she provides the information. Now, she hasn't commented, and her deposition, taken in September, hasn't been made public. Meantime, lawyers for Ms. Harridge did not respond to her request for comment, blah, blah, blah. Now, the judge's August order contained language indicating that he thought he was forced to require contempt before an appeal, but that the court actually had the discretion to certify an appeal ahead of a contempt ruling. What do they want? They want to go after somebody who has been an unwavering truth teller. She provides documentation. She provides source information up until providing the identity to protect, which is her ability. That is her right. And now they're going to go after Catherine Harridge and try to take her down, put her in jail and show use her as a model to any other journalist. This can happen to you, too, if you decide to do what we don't want. That is scary as nuts. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell radio program. Uh, how how much are those EVs really costing you? We're going to blow this open. Wow. Buckle up, friends. It's next.